This is a free preview of the behind the scenes episode for the Shadow Phoenix saga. If you would like to hear the entire episode, please go to projectshadow.com and subscribe. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Shadow Phoenix Saga by C.E. Dorset. Book Zero Raid. My name is Charlie, and I am a non-binary sci-fi fantasy writer, and we are here to talk about Chapter 2, Letter of Mark. And in this chapter, we get to meet one of my absolute favorite characters, Sebastian Woodhull. And I'm going to have to be very careful what I say, because I know a lot more about Sebastian than y'all will for quite some time, because... I know his role in the five books that follow. So I'm going to have to be very careful with this. So this character is one that came to me in a dream. And one of the reasons why this book got written in a lot of ways, this book is the origin story for the characters here, because initially they were meant to be introduced in the later books in a more fully formed state in a way that they had already come into themselves a little bit more. And for Sebastian and a couple others, I felt it was advantageous for us to go back in time and see how they became the characters that we're going to meet later. And Jade Crescent also is another one of those characters that we need to see that for as well as Maeve. So in constructing this chapter, I hope it's not too anticlimactic. I, I really do. And I talked with my editors a lot about this because I wanted this to be a bit of an anticlimax. Chapter one, we meet the crew of the Buttercup and they are all just deathly concerned about what Baz is going to say and what he's going to do. And how are they going to have to talk him into accepting this mission that Garland McGrath has brought to them? And we see right from the beginning in chapter two that Sebastian is expecting that and that he knows that he needs to put up some semblance of a fight, but that he trusts Maeve. And if Maeve thinks that it's the thing that they should do, it's the thing that they should do. But he needs to put up appearances because she's the dreamer and he's the responsible one. And we also learned that he's the responsible one simply because he has the best handwriting of the three who founded the Ocean Shadow. He was the one with the best handwriting, so he wrote their first salvage declaration and he wrote their petition to be recognized as a fleet. And because he had better handwriting, he is viewed as the responsible one. Of course, he's not exactly the most responsible one. I don't want to cast any aspersions on him, and I'm not here to do any shaming or anything, but we do meet him leaving a brothel. So he is probably not the person that most of the crew thinks he is. Now, Maeve and Harley grew up around him. They know him fairly well, 
but they still have this misinterpretation of who he is simply because he insists on putting on airs. He insists on being that person that they need rather than the person that he is. They need someone to be the voice of reason, someone to be the responsible one, someone to speak on behalf of the charter and the letter and the law to keep them from getting into too much trouble. And so he plays his role to the best of his ability, even when it may not be his own first instinct. This is the sacrifice that he's made for the crew, that they don't really know him as well as they probably should or could, because he needs them to constantly be worrying about what he's going to say and whether he's going to give his approval.